Chef. And I am here to start the pot. So let me go. We are two weeks from Oscar season, but even more exciting, there's another episode of Stir the Plot, a podcast from movie lovers. I'm Brady. I'm Derek. I'm Colton. Hey, and it's me, Tyler. And welcome to Stir the Plot, a podcast where we are going to take the first and last scenes of a movie, and we're going to just try and figure out what on earth happens in between. Uh, like you said, we are two weeks away from Oscar season, which is personally my Super Bowl. And we were talking a little bit about some of the categories. Uh, we're going to do like a full in-depth Oscar episode. Uh, but I want to talk about Best Animated Feature real quick. Uh, I think there's one movie that was left out of the running that I'm actually quite angry was Ooh. left out of the running. Uh, Do tell. Smallfoot. Mm-hmm. It's a movie about yetis, which I think <laughs> needs to be addressed. Yeah, we're really not seeing a lot of uh, Yeti representation in the Oscars lineup. Yeah, it's yeah. 2019. Yeah, Oscars so not Yeti. <laughs> I'm deeply disappointed at the lack of Yeti representation. I mean, I think that this is a step in the right direction mm-hmm. uh, for uh, for just the entertainment industry. I think if Black Panther can go up for an Oscar nod, like we're we're in the right direction. But we really need Yetis up in the mix. Yeah, I think so. Uh, whether that be uh, the actual mythical beast, uh, the cooler, or the microphone that we're recording on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when I say Yeti representation, I mean, please get this podcast up for Oscar representation. I don't know, at least best like foreign language documentary. (laughs) (laughs) So we're so excited to be back for episode three. Um, Thank you guys so much for the support. We love y'all. You are the reason I wake up in the morning. I'm going to be like in the spirit of transparency, like y'all are not the reason I wake up in the morning. (laughs) My uh, my alarm is the reason I wake up. Capitalism is the reason why I wake up in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Because somehow I have to work to live and live to work. The sweet spirit of America is what drives me. wakes me up in the morning. morning. Um, Donald Trump is what keeps me up at night. (laughs) Honestly. Um, So for those of you just now tuning in, we are going to essentially watch the first scene of a movie the very last scene of a movie and we are going to just try and figure out what happens in between since we legally can't play movie audio for you guys we have transcribed everything into screenplay format and we are going to read it for you guys um have a little bit of fun with it and you know we talk we open this podcast up with talking about just how much we love you guys and uh how much we appreciate your support and stuff like that this movie that we're about to do is not an act of love uh if anything it is an act of violence towards myself personally the latest movie from the, and I say this term loosely, ever so popular franchise, Transformers, The Last Night. This movie goes out to all the sixth grade boys. This movie is essentially the cinema version of Axe Body Spray. <laughs> Axe Body Spray and Fuego Talkies. Oh, God. <laughs> if this is like a smell podcast, like imagine the smell of like chocolate temptation body spray. <laughs> and then what's that i see out there in the theater hollister t-shirts and um, shell necklaces hollister abercrombie and fitch so yeah we are doing uh transformers the last night i am personally not excited for this <laughs> the the first and last scenes as i was transcribing these it's just a real roller coaster i'm not entirely sure how we're gonna segue between these two but <laughs> uh i i think it's probably gonna take the power of three Pop culture savvy geniuses. Are we, are we bringing? Are we bringing three other people in? Yeah. <laughs> oh, us, us, us. Oh, okay, okay. I was thinking that we could start uh, by just kind of discussing our experience with the Transformers franchise. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, so, 
I loved the Transformers movies mm-hmm. when they first came out. Obviously, because I was like 13. Megan Fox playing Megan Fox. Me- yeah, Megan Fox playing Megan Fox. Shia LaBeouf <laughs> uh, before he was not famous anymore. I think the dropping off point for me was <laughs> Transformers Age of Extinction. And that's when I realized... I don't think I'm the target demographic of this movie. <laughs> this is no Schindler's List. I can t- I can tell you that. Uh, the pitch of the movie is great. Like, who doesn't want to watch robot dinosaurs fight each other? But by the end of Age of Extinction, I did not want to watch robot dinosaurs fight each other. That was the last thing on my mind. Uh, Bumblebee's gotten amazing reviews, though. Yeah, I actually, it's not. I, okay. this, it's not like this franchise. Right. Really, I, I actually did watch Bumblebee, and I was like thoroughly impressed. By I, it. You, can we see him at all? can we talk about John Cena's startup acting career? That's uh, sort okay. of in the making right now. No joke. I was talking to a friend about this. Uh, about how many wrestlers have turned into actors and how good they are. God bless Dave Batista. Dave Batista, like he did guardians of the galaxy. And then like all of a sudden he was in blade Ru- in the newest blade runner movie. Man was in that movie for a total of what? Two minutes and made the scene. Love that movie. Have you seen 2049? No, I haven't seen it. I wanted to watch the first one. I haven't seen the first one either. So, Oh, the f- first one is an acid trip of a movie. Yep. Maybe I'm too dumb to understand <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, you really wouldn't understand the complexities of watching Harrison Ford mumble his way through a movie. I've seen Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Harrison Ford movies. Yeah, I don't understand what that means. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and read that good old first scene of Transformers. Yeah, let's go ahead and get started. Colton, why don't you take it away? We find ourselves in the middle of a full-scale medieval battle. Iron swords and armor clash together as men and horses sprint across the battlefield. Fireballs streak through the sky overhead. Giant iron projectiles that slam into the ground, decimating a formation of mounted knights. We see several catapults armed by a horde of iron-clad barbarians, chanting as they rain fire on the enemy. On a distant hill, King Arthur watches helplessly as his forces retreat. A panicked Sir Lancelot stands at his side. Where in hell is your so-called magician? He will be here, Lancelot. He swore it. We see the barbarians as they dip their arrows in fire, chanting and waving their weapons. They're preparing for a second wave. The barbarians let out a wild yell as they charge towards the helpless knights. This is what the end looks like. Your so-called magician, Merlin, cannot help us. We're outnumbered a hundred to one. How are we going to get out of this? He promised us a weapon, one of great power. Arthur, you are my king. I would lay down my life for you, but this Merlin is no wizard. He's a worthless drunkard. We cut to see Merlin on horseback, riding horseback along the <laughs> Sorry, dirt. you can't reread that. <laughs> get out the, hor- the horseback. Uh, we see Merlin on horseback, riding on horseback, a lot of horseback. <laughs> <laughs> We cut to see Merlin on horseback, riding along a dirt road. He's definitely plastered. God, I'm sozzled. He lets out a sigh. <sighs> One last snip. The dude chugs a pint of whiskey like a desperate frat pledge. <laughs> oh, boy. Gosh. So once again, I want to reiterate, this is the first scene of a Transformers movie. Is right? it? I, I saw the, did you not see the Transformers in that? Was Merlin a trans, Merlin's a Transformer. <laughs> Are, do y'all think Merlin's a Decepticon or an Autobot? He's a Decepticon, he's drunk. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so Merlin is a Decepticon through and through. What does Merlin transform? What's Merlicon's, uh... Merlicon? No, that's it. That's it, that's the only, that's what we're calling him. So what's Merlicon's, uh, vehicle form? 
A horseback. <laughs> Let's just talk about the Transformers Monty Python crossover that we just witnessed. Yeah, I'm really excited for the sequel to Holy Grail. Um, uh, I think at the end of this movie, Eric Idle comes out. Oh, God. I think at the end of this movie, they all get arrested because basically they ran out of budget at the end of the movie. <laughs> I don't even understand how this can possibly go to a Transformer movie. You're right. It shouldn't. <laughs> I just, I want to know how that studio meeting went down. You know, it's just like, hey, so I've got this great idea for Transformers movies. I think Hasbro stopped him right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're whoa, like, whoa. whatever. Just do it. Yeah. I think if this movie proves anything, it's that Michael Bay is way past the point of asking permission. Oh, his motto is, it's better to just do it. Than to ask for forgiveness or permission. Better to ruin a franchise than ask for forgiveness or permission. Oh, he's driven this. Fr- well, no pun intended. He's driven this franchise into the ground. Like he has transformed this franchise into a horrible beast. Michael Bay's just throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks. Oh, I think yeah. the next movie will probably be. Uh, they have to win their high school basketball championship. <laughs> I I honestly didn't think that anything could beat. Uh, Mark Wahlberg and random hot Irish dude talking about Romeo and Juliet laws. <laughs> but uh, here we are uh, with obviously drunk Merlin and Lancelot saying wordy dirds. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, we've given you all a little taste of uh, this abomination of a movie. Let's go ahead and read off the last scene for you guys. The remains of a giant alien ship crashed to the ground. Optimus. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Okay. <clears throat> the remains of a giant alien ship crashed to the ground. Optimus Prime and Bumblebee drive quickly away from the destruction, carrying Mark Wahlberg and Laura Haddock with them. The two embrace each other. Is it tomorrow yet? We hear the silky voice of Optimus Prime in voiceover. At the heart of every legend, there is truth. Nicholas Cage is among us. We see Isabella Monnaire sitting in a field, tears streaking down her face. Behind her, a goofy little robot approaches her. A few brave souls unite to save their world. Isabella runs toward the little robot, smiling as she embraces it. We can be heroes in our own lives, every one of us, if we only have the courage to try. Bumblebee kneels down to meet Mark. You saved, Prime. Bumblebee and Mark give each other a bro fist. Our fates were always intertwined. But now our worlds are joined as one. We need to repair our planets, work together if we wish to survive. Mark places a hand on Isabella's shoulder. Crazy family, huh? You did good, bro. Real good. Optimus and the Autobots stand dramatically and watch the sunset. A dangerous secret is buried deep inside the Earth. There is more to this planet than meets the eye. Optimus waves goodbye to Mark and Laura, then boards his ship. I am Optimus Prime, calling all Autobots. It is time to come home. All right, what is this? I'm impressed by how many uh, Transformers callbacks they shoehorned in here. Oh, my God. I'm so tired of every Transformers movie ending with Optimus Prime calling the Autobots to come home. They're not coming. (laughs) No one's at the door. The voicemail box is full at this point. (laughs) So uh, is this an alternate universe where Amazon Prime is now Optimus Prime? Is that like... Is that why Bumblebee says you saved Prime? Yeah. Um, so I think that what happened was Merlin actually starts Amazon Prime. <laughs> um, Merlicon. 
Yeah, Merlicon. Merlicon. <laughs> uh, starts Amazon Prime. And uh, again, no pun intended, kind of drives it into the ground. I will say, though, a little bit of acting critique. Um, your Mark Wahlberg didn't have enough Boston in it. <laughs> yeah, who is, he, who is the brother? Exactly. Who is the brother? I think it's Bumblebee. Okay. I'm starting to see the family tree develop here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb here and say that Bumblebee and Mark Wahlberg are brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, and Isabella Monaire, whoever that is, right. I'm sure she has a bright future ahead of her. I think she is half human, half robot. Uh, which is why uh, she has tears streaming down her face because she's in constant pain. Akita Battle Ninja. Yeah. Wait, wait, is it Akita? What, uh, what is Alita it? Battle Angel. Alita, Alita, Alita. Yeah, Alita Battle Angel. Get it right. <laughs> can we? Can we Weeb. Re- <laughs> redo that? Retake. Retake. Uh, oh, like Alita Battle Angel? No. Yes, exactly like Alita Battle Angel. Um, another movie that I will not be seeing. Um, <laughs> So I think it's like, you know, she's half human, half robot. She's crying because she's in constant pain of just like the metal. Existential pain. Yeah. Not necessarily bodily pain. Yeah, physical pain as well. The the physics of Transformers are weird and like the rules behind Transformers because these robots like scream out in pain like quite often. So it's like, <laughs> I think they're supposed to be able to like feel pain. And I stuff. also, I'm pretty sure I've seen like multiple Autobots have parts just ripped off them yeah, and then transform immediately back into like a perfectly pristine Camaro. I want to see one where it's like Bumblebee transforms after losing an arm and like half the doors are missing. He's, right. He's running on like no, t- no rubber tires. Yeah. Like- I also would like to say uh, that I think that the only reason why the Camaro is back in prominence today is oh, because it's of the Transformers Bumblebee, movie. Oh, it's 100%. Um, so, there's a spaceship. Merlin started Amazon Prime, drove it into the ground. I think that Optimus Prime, or uh, Amazon Prime, Optimus is... <laughs> Optimus, right, so, Optimus is his evolved form. Right, so Merlin starts Amazon Prime, right. which in turn births Optimus Prime as maybe a, a brother, a sibling. A- yeah. So there's Amazon Prime and there's Optimus Prime, right. uh, and they are uh, kind of a Cain and Abel situation. Mm. And Optimus Prime is obviously like the good brother because he's like the hero or whatever. Blah blah blah. Amazon Prime, however, is the evil one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, forget Megatron. Well, we can't forget Megatron because they shove him down our throats every Transformers movie. <laughs> well, and Megatron also doesn't charge sixty nine ninety nine for a membership fee. Yeah, uh, but we he not, does we... give three day shipping, not two day. He does. God, I love Megatron. Yeah, okay, philosophical discussion. Is Megatron a good guy? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. In the same way that maybe, like, Megamind, you know, was just a little misunderstood. Yeah, I mean, I think Megamind is more of an anti-hero than anything. Megatron's a tragic hero because they won't let him die. Right, he's, he. I think he wants to die, yeah. but Mark Wahlberg and... Mm-hmm. And uh, Michael Bay. Michael, yeah, I was forgetting his name for a second. <laughs> Michael Wahlberg. Michael <laughs> Wahlberg uh, keep bringing him back with, like, Autobot voodoo magic Mm -hmm. and he's like please I see my family every time this happens and he's like the end of every movie Megatron like gets his heart ripped from his chest his head torn from his spine and like somehow reassembles himself at the beginning of the next movie and somehow Starscream just comes puts him back together again he's like there's a few band-aids on there yeah and he's like all right I'm good to go let's go get this bread Transformers are incredibly complex machines like there's no way you just like slap a couple i don't know like 1999 dodge parts in there and he's good to go (laughs) there's no way all right amazon versus optimus 
I think that Optimus is like, we need to stop charging people so much for a membership fee. Amazon's like, no. So is, <laughs> but, is, but our profits. Is good old Bezos? Is yeah, the, no. Is Amazon, he the main bad guy? Yeah, Amazon Prime is played by Jeff Bezos. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and Bezos. so uh, in order to kind of um, solidify his spot as the main villain, I think that Amazon Prime makes a giant spaceship to take over Earth. Right. Because, um, I mean, we already are kind of being taken over by Amazon at this point. This is a really scathing, like, social commentary. I was going to say, anything, this, is, <laughs> this is 2021. Oh, like, yeah. We are not far off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, uh, the Transformers movies have always been, like, a scathing political expose <laughs> on just the state of the world. Yeah. Uh, so what, th- we, what we don't actually know is that this is yet, an, yet again another post-apocalyptic movie. Oh, God. The first, the first half was not set back. It was actually... Amazon oh, destroyed everything. Amazon has taken over and reverted society to a barbaric culture. Yeah, and to like a medieval barbaric culture. I love that idea. Mm-hmm. But they don't know that it's like a spaceship, so they're like, oh, it's like a dragon. Right. Okay, okay. I think I'm understanding now. Right, and then the dragons die. They get fossilized. Millions of years later, there's a, a raging Autobot creationist versus evolutionist debate. <laughs> oh, boy. With uh, Decepticon Bill Nye. <laughs> Bill Which Nye. is pretty much just Bill Nye as he exists. Yeah. Is Bill Nye a Decepticon? Explain. We'll have a poll on social media. Is is Bill Nye a Decepticon? Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> um, so, obviously, there's a big space battle. Amazon tries to win over Optimus by being like, hey, like I have everything that you could possibly imagine, and you can get it delivered to your door tomorrow oh sort of like a like a satan on the on the mount yeah like a um optimus is jesus in the desert right and mark Wahlberg is kind of just stuck in the middle Mm -hmm. uh, because he's stuck with raising this child with bumblebee (laughs) anyways they find this girl she's like been half decimated by like decepticons or whatever right and mark Wahlberg picks up her mangled frame and just says like i can (laughs) fix you and makes her into Bumblebee. Um, Bumble. Oh, <laughs> there we go. okay, 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 okay. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg always wanted a brother. Yeah, and Optimus, in in his all knowing Autobot form, uh, decides to bring life into a, a half robot, half human. Yeah, Bumble <laughs> Bro, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> Bumble Bro. Um, so I think this movie is equal parts. Uh, scathing political commentary <laughs> and uh, a retelling of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. And let's not forget. Oh, did we get here? <laughs> and then it turns into instant family because oh, now Bumblebee is chilling around and he's got. Mark doesn't know what to do with a child. So while there's this giant space battle going on between the primes, I think on Earth they're feeling the repercussions of it because transit has slowed down to a halt. Uh, no one's getting their packages on time. Everyone is <laughs> rioting, which is why they revert back to like a medieval barbaric state mm-hmm. where the, you know, they start naming themselves after the Knights of the Round Table. Everyone is like either like Percival, Lancelot, Arthur, Merlin. This movie is so terrifying because like this future is so real. I mean, if Amazon Prime yeah. were to shut down tonight, I mean, I'm, I'm going to start looting. I don't, if I don't get my stuff in two days, I'm, yeah. I'm reverting back to a barbaric state. Yeah, I think that the only logical option between, you know, not getting your your sticky, like, hand delivered in two days <laughs> is to loot. I'm sorry, what are you ordering on Amazon Prime? A sticky hand. You know, like, sticky hand. <laughs> yeah, you know, like those things that you can get out of the coin machines at, like, Mexican restaurants? And right. You just slap them against the wall. 
and pretend like you're Spider-Man or whatever. Yeah. How am I supposed to reach that quarter on the shelf without my two-day free shipping? <laughs> you just pull out your sticky hand and just toss it and like let gravity do its I thing. I think it, it costs Amazon more to ship your sticky hand <laughs> than for you to buy it. But we also have to think that Jeff Bezos is a billionaire. <laughs> or is he, a, is he a trillionaire? At this point, he might be. I think he's a trillionaire. He's two weeks away from buying a spaceship. He's two weeks away from burying Elon Musk in a shallow grave. <laughs> okay, so this is how I think this movie ends. Uh, this, or this is how I think we get. This is how I think we get to the ending of this movie. Um, the Autobots are obviously not a big fan of Amazon Prime because of uh, you know they don't pay their he doesn't pay his workers well like blah blah blah. And right. So they've kind of like stood away like stayed away from Earth and saw what it's turned into. Right. He's been promising Amazon drones for a while and we yeah. still have not seen yeah, that yeah, come yeah, to yeah, fruition. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so. Optimus has to kill his brother, like begrudgingly, of right. course. Like, you know, it's a very emotional scene of him ripping out the heart of Amazon Prime and making him eat it. <laughs> um, it's a really graphic, gratuitous scene of just. But don't worry, like Megatron, he will be making a return. His reanimated yes. corpse is going to make a return movie after movie after yeah, movie. Yeah, if anything, as a ghost. Yeah, um, I'd love to see a Transformers ghost. Right, that's what we're missing is like a just a, a smidgen of the paranormal. Optimus Prime's asleep in his bed, wakes up at night to feel a presence, and there in the corner, what do you know? <laughs> it's on Prime. Prime. He's back. Uh, I also think that uh, we can pitch a Transformers horror movie, <laughs> uh, but that is like, for listen. If you can turn X Men into a horror franchise, then I well, think we can... all saw how that turned out. <laughs> when like is to... New Mutants coming out again? <laughs> yeah, right. I like to think of a uh, Amazon Prime like the big robot, but it's literally just like the smiley face. Like that's its face. Like oh, the Amazon yeah. logo yeah, is yeah, its yeah, face. Yeah. Like it has no like emotion or it's, whatsoever. It's two eyes are just A and Z. <laughs> yeah. Oh um, man. So Jeez. yeah, there's a really gratuitous scene of like Optimus Prime making uh, Amazon Prime eat his own heart. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie is rated G for some reason. <laughs> uh, even there was though, a there was a heck and swear in there. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you know, we all see how censors work nowadays. Like, right, it, they don't do their job. Anything they, will fly with a G rating it. these days. Right. Uh, so. After that long gratuitous scene, Amazon Prime is dead. The spaceship uh, comes crashing down because the only thing that was keeping up the spaceship was the uh, power of money. Right. And now that the flow of money has stopped, the spaceship just comes hurtling down to Earth. Uh, But Optimus Prime comes out unscathed and he's like, all right, now that we've killed the evil that is Amazon Prime, uh, we can bring the Autobots here and we can start our own thing, eBay. (laughs) I think they've been hyping up a big battle between eBay and Craigslist. Oh, gosh. Who's going to come in second place? Yeah, Craigatron. Uh, <laughs> I I will admit I'll, I'll pay any amount of money to watch this happen. Hey, <laughs> hey, Netflix, make it happen. Is this a documentary? <laughs> yeah, how do these people get a time machine? <laughs> okay, I I think that... Okay, so I'm basing this on the fact that in Age of Extinction... The robots, like the Autobots had already been on Earth, right? right? I think that Merlin stumbled upon some of these Autobots and in his drunken glory used his magic and combined Arthur and what Lancelot okay. with the Autobots. Oh. Okay. So sort of like a soul transfer sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Some like Full Metal Alchemist wizardry. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't believe in... <laughs> don't believe don't in believe anime in or magic? <laughs> 
both. <laughs> it's a hot, he said t- hot take alert. <laughs> <laughs> he said walking out of the theater to Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> uh, that was a bad laugh. Um, let's Alita Battle Angel. Let's Alita, ba- let's Alita Battle Angel that. Um, yeah, I like that idea. I like the... Uh, like I said, we, what we were missing in the Transformers franchise is a tinge of the paranormal. <laughs> And so I think adding magic into the Transformers franchise, I think is what's going to revive, no pun intended, this series. Yeah. I think it might bring a little bit of magic back into the franchise. I'm the funny one here. Okay. <laughs> I'll lead a battle. <laughs> Shut up. So let's be honest. We've we've pitched our theories, right? Studio execs, listen up. Harkin. Harkin. Hark the Herald podcast is saying. <laughs> Would you watch The Last Night in theaters or period? Oh, No. <laughs> Unless the last night is Batman. No, I would not watch this movie. If Age of Extinction taught me anything, is that like it is possible to be incredibly bored in the middle of a Transformers movie. It was like three hours long. It was three hours too and long. And it had <laughs> yeah. And it had Stanley Tucci in it. I love Stanley Tucci. You will never believe who plays Merlin. Stanley Tucci. You're lying. No, I'm you're serious. joking. He plays Merlin. Pull up the IMDb right now. <laughs> I want you to show me with my own two Christian eyes if Stanley Tucci is playing. <laughs> you need to watch the scene because it's even better. <laughs> you're you're lying. Isn't Anthony Hopkins in this movie? Yep. Yeah. Let's talk about how they dragged Anthony Hopkins into this. He needed a paycheck. Abomination of a Leave movie. Leave Grandpa Anthony alone. I think that Silence of the Lambs revenue was running running dry. Have you seen Anthony Hopkins' Twitter account? No. Does it's he have full, a Twitter? Yeah, it's full of a lot of dark energy. Oh, gosh. Yeah, there, Stanley Tucci plays Merlin. <laughs> you're joking me. <laughs> I'm dead serious. How did they get Stanley Tucci for two movies? <laughs> Stanley, I understand you hated Age of Extinction. Let me get you ready for the last night. He's like, Is it going to be better? Absolutely not. All right, fine. <laughs> yeah, no. So I think that this movie, even just with what we've described... Is hot, steamy garbage. Like you said, if Age of Extinction taught me anything, it's that uh, Transformers was a dead franchise. And I had to watch uh, Animal Cruelty, beating a dead horse. (laughs) Or as PETA would say, feeding a fed horse. I think Stanley Tucci might be that dead horse. Yeah, man's in everything. That man's residual checks must be out of this world. Why is Stanley Tucci not on the list of like the highest paid actors? Because like, (laughs) that man's revenue is literally insane. God, there's so much wrong with the Transformers franchise. I'm gonna read the first the first scene that we didn't understand how it was how it pertained. Okay. Uh in 484 AD, AD? <laughs> <Phone> <laughs> Electronic <home>. Dance. Um <laughs> phone home. <laughs> King Arthur and his knights fight a losing battle against the Saxons. Elsewhere, Merlin approaches the Knights of Lacan, a group of Transformers hiding on Earth to help uh, win the war. Of course. They hand him an alien staff before transforming together into Dragonstorm and turn the tide of the battle, but warn Merlin that a great evil will come for the staff. Are you joking? I'm looking through these IMDb reviews right now, and I kid you not, I've yet to see above two stars. And then, of course, there's that one token guy who's like, 10 out of 10, best movie I've ever seen. That is a sixth grader. Okay, so... Uh, flash forward. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, somebody created an IMDb account just so they could leave a one-star review that just says, I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> <laughs> 150 out of 170 people found this helpful. In the present, five years after the Hong Kong uprising, which I'm guessing is... Is Age of Extinction, yeah. Uh, Optimus Prime crash, crash lands on Cybertron and meets his alleged creator, Quintessa. 
she blames Optimus for Cybertron's destruction and brainwashes him into helping to gain Merlin's staff, which can absorb Earth's energy to resource to restore Cybertron. Oh so my just god. Another... No, 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 wait, 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 wait. Optimus Prime is renamed Nemesis Prime. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know, and I know that this is probably like fairly in line with like the comics and stuff. But Nemesis Prime. <laughs> I think Michael Bay just handed the, a pen to his son and was like, "Have it the screenplay, buddy." Nemesis Prime sounds like my Deviant Art account. <laughs> Earth is revealed to be the slumbering Unicron. Of the ancient no. it is. Stop. The ancient enemy of Cybertron, whose horns are emerging across the planet. What? <laughs> okay, I remember Unicron from the show. But and like Unicron was like a big deal, but Unicron wasn't Earth. I'm so upset that I just watched Michael Bay pick up my childhood <laughs> and just throw it he in a steaming pile of nonsense. Looks like there's a war right now with uh, the Autobots and the humans at this point. Of course there is, because the humans are not like that's the one through line of this movie is that no matter how much they show that they can help the, the Autobots will never be trusted by the humans. At this point they've defeated Megatron and saved the human race what four five times now? Yeah. We're still shooting harpoons into Bumblebee's shoulders. Uh, someone explains that Transformers have been aiding mankind in war for centuries <laughs> hidden by a secret society. <laughs> is it the Illuminati? <laughs> is it the Illuminati? <laughs> Hold on. Hashtag Bumblebee killed Hitler. by a secret society of famed historical creatures, the Order of Wit Wiccans. No. <laughs> You're telling me Sabrina the Teenage Witch is hiding the Transformers? That's right. The talisman can lead to Merlin's staff. Talisman? It's a talisman. Hidden, hidden uh, buried with him in a Cybertonian spacecraft hidden under the sea. However, only a direct descendant of Merlin can wield it. How do we I don't think Michael Bay's ever seen Do they a like trans a 23 in me and are like, oh, turns out. No, no, no oh it's God. only a direct descendant can wield it due to the knights encoding his DNA into it. You're lying to me. You are 100% oh lying. What is this movie? Um, learning that Earth is Unicron and the staff will be used to drain the planet's life via an access point hidden under Stonehenge. <laughs> Of, of, of course, it's hidden under Stonehenge. Oh, of man. course. Why is that? Was this in the Book of Secrets? The Nicholas, I'm pretty sure Nicolas Cage has already tread this ground. I think this is like like a, a lost chapter of the Book of Revelation. <laughs> this is like stupid on like biblical proportions. Oh, Y'all remember that, that chapter of the Bible where Unicron's horns emerge across the world? Oh my god, and I saw Unicron fall from the sky. <laughs> when are we going to get a good movie? Okay, okay. So, uh, just as Nemesis is about to finish him off, mm -hmm. the formerly mute Bumblebee begins speaking in his own voice. <laughs> what? <laughs> How? This man has been silent for four movies and decides to, to pipe up now. Oh, yeah, I, I guess I can talk now. Uh, stirring Optimus' oh. memories and freeing him from Quintessa's control. But Cade stops them when his talisman transforms into Excalibur. <laughs> I'm leaving this room. Oh my, my question is, Does Optimus Prime literally just, sorry, Nemesis Prime, just punch Bumblebee's vocal cords back into existence? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> you, oh my God, you're lying to me. You are reading The Onion. <laughs> I really hope that, like, 
after this broadcast goes out, we get like multiple people like, hey, that's not the actual movie. Some idiot just like edited the wiki article and like you just read the wrong thing. But oh my God. Man. Are we almost done? Yeah, no, it's, it's, that's pretty much it. And then okay. It's like, and then what we what we read. Yeah. This isn't funny anymore, guys. This isn't funny. Yeah, I'm this not is, having fun. I'm angry. This isn't a joke anymore. Michael Bay put my childhood's mouth on a curb somewhere <laughs> and just American history X'd it. Just made him eat the curb. And I'm sick of it. I I think the screenwriter legitimately, I, I think the screenwriter realized that he had two days to deliver this screenplay. There's no way <laughs> that this screenwriter was not high on the <laughs> the strongest of drugs. Mm -hmm, that synthetic stuff. He was literally probably huffing paint thinner and was like, okay, there's a talisman that transforms into Excalibur. Anthony Hopkins is a wizard. Uh, Takes a long drag. Bumblebee's finally going to speak. Uh, Bumblebee's finally going to talk in his voice and guess who it is? It's Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> B Bad Boy Prime. No, no, no. Nemesis, Nemesis Prime. Prime. Nem Optimus Prime needs a Nemesis. Nemesis Prime. Nemesis Prime sounds like my MySpace name if I were a MySpace emo kid. It would be like XX Nemesis Prime XX. XD Rar. Yeah, XD Rar Waffle Taco. Gosh, what a trip. What a trip of a movie. I Usually, my watch just told me to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've sucked the air right out of this tiny little room we've been yeah. stuck in for the past hour of torment. All right, uh, do y'all want to move on to? Uh, I don't know how I can. I don't know how uh, I yeah. can move yeah, out of this room this. after this. Yeah. Hey guys, you're listening to the third and last episode <laughs> of Story of the Plot. Yeah, this has been an exciting trilogy with you guys, but what sort of Nolan-esque trilogy? Emotionally, <laughs> emotionally, this podcast is decking me in the teeth. All right, let's uh, let's move on uh, from this crap show of a movie, <laughs> and uh, let's talk let's talk about it. Let's talk about some of the things that we've been watching uh, that we are uh, interested in. Uh, Colton, you got anything that's that's been on your radar lately? I've been watching Punisher season two. Yeah, mm -hmm. y'all, it is amazing. Like amazing fights. I like the story. I know some people don't like the story super much. Um, yeah. The first episode of season two is like one of my favorite episodes in like any TV show, but it's like super good. I love uh, Frank Castle, who plays um, John. What John Bernthal. I love John Bernthal as Punisher. I think something that Marvel and DC do really well is like their casting. Yeah. Whenever they cast someone, it's like, oh yeah, that's that character now forever. Like, right. You will never. Tony Stark will never not be uh, Robert, Robert Downey Jr. Jr. I finally got around to Haunting of Hill House. Let me tell you, I'm not much of a horror guy, but that one stuck with me for a while. It did it? Yeah. I have you seen it? No, I haven't. I'm not a very big like spooky boy. Yeah. I, I think a horror movie really has to sort of suck me in before I'm like yeah. willing to endure the the spooky parts. Sure, it was like scaring the crap out of me, but like mm -hmm. I was willing to roll with those punches because right. it's it's phenomenal. Um Derek, you you been watching anything lately? Uh, I haven't really been watching anything uh, recently, uh, but uh, I have been playing Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, you're lucky y'all got me in the studio today. Um, <laughs> I've actually been waiting for this video game for, God, 13. Childhood? Uh, yeah, since about 2005, 2006. Um, and it has exceeded all of my expectations. I'm going to be playing through this one for a while. Uh, I'm very excited that I get to live in a day and age where this game exists and it's not just a rumor anymore. 
Um, well, you've got two years before uh, Amazon Prime unleashes his terror upon listen, the earth. So. I'm ready for it at this point. <laughs> After hearing about the plot of that movie, Amazon Prime can take me now. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's been so much fun having you all on board. Thank you for listening again. Um, you can follow us on Instagram uh, at StirThePlot. You can email us at StirThePlot at gmail.com. Feel free to like us on our Facebook and reach out on Twitter. Uh, we are also on Spotify. Yeah, once we finally made it to Spotify, we realized you didn't really have an excuse not to listen to right. this podcast. And it's not to so, share it with your friends. Not to it, share It's it so the, accessible, even if you don't have a Spotify account. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been Stir the Plot. We'll see you next time. I'm Brady. I'm Derek. I'm Colton. And this is Tyler. Please, if you see Sandra Bullock, just give her a big ol' hug. Stir the Plot. Stir the Plot. She put the butt.